A quick note before you dive into today's episode. While I will always be an advocate for multi-passionates embracing their talents as a gift, not a burden, I have decided that I'm no longer going to run a business with that as the goal. Please note that as you listen to any episodes, any of the offers that I have expressed, especially my coaching program, which I've talked about in many episodes, those are no longer relevant as my business is closing. If you'd like to stay connected, come and find me on LinkedIn. The link will be added across the show notes in all episodes. Be well. It's happening again. You're at an event or you're at a bar or a friend is introducing you to another friend and they ask, so what do you do? And you go into a panic because how do you explain what you do when you're multi-passionate and you have so much going on at any given time? I'm going to give you three easy to apply tips that will help you get through that awkward moment when someone asks, what do you do? And you're multi-passionate, so you don't know what to say. And the good thing about these tips is that it's not going to require soul searching or journaling or going super deep. It's very practical and you're going to want to keep this in your back pocket anytime you're going to an event where you're going to meet new people or you're rolling up to a family gathering where you know that aunt is going to corner you and try to get you to talk about what you're up to. Before we get into these three tips that I know you're going to love, I want to remind you that we are going to be continuing the conversation about this episode inside of the Multi-Passionate Mastery Club. That's my membership community for multi-passionates, and it's really starting to feel like a place where multi-passionates are coming to connect and be seen, be seen in all of who they are. I would love for you to join us. So if you don't have a place to let your hair down as a multi-passionate, to talk about all the different things that you're interested in, to not have to feel like you have to edit yourself or worry that people are going to judge you because you have so many ideas, come and hang out with us. You can sit with us. You bring your big ideas, specific questions, and your willingness to connect with others. I'll bring curated resources that are designed to help you thrive as a multi-passionate, insightful conversations, and my closest multi-passionate friends. Click the link in our show notes to join us or go to multipassionatemastery.com slash club to join. Okay, so three tips for that awkward moment when someone asks, what have you been up to or what do you do? And you're multi-passionate, so you don't know what to say. The first thing that you're going to want to do is read the room. So think about the person that you are speaking to and consider which of your projects is going to be most interesting to them. So let's say that you're multi-passionate, you have a lot of different projects going on, and among them is launching a course about how to start a restaurant or you run a food co-op, or you have a booth at the farmer's market where you're selling food from your garden. Let's say that something that you're doing is related to food, right? Now you also have other projects going on. Maybe you're working on a children's book, or you are finally getting back into blogging, or you're about to launch a podcast, right? So you've got various things going on. But the person that you're talking to, you know that they are a foodie. They love food. They're always talking about new restaurants. 
So if you know this person, if you have any background into who this person is that's asking you the question, then you can lead with whichever project you think is going to relate to them the most. So you might say, oh, you know, I have a few things going on right now. I'm actually selling stuff at the farmer's market from our garden. I'm selling, you know, our fresh citrus from our trees and it's been going really well. So you already said, I have a lot of things going on right now. I have a few different projects in the mix. Oh, I have so many exciting things happening, right? You lead with that. So I don't want you to deny the fact that you have more than one thing going on. But I also don't want you to feel like you have to list every single thing out and feel awkward as you're doing that because you're wondering, does this person care about all these projects? Do they really want to know everything I'm doing? Or is this just a polite question? So that's how you can get around that. Say that you have a lot going on, but then lead with whichever project of yours you think the person is going to relate to the most. After you start talking about that a little bit, they might say, oh, okay, so what else? And you can go into the next thing. But that way you're giving them a little sneak peek of what you're working on. If they want more, they can get more. If a complete stranger is saying, oh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm so-and-so. What do you do? Then you may not have that context. So you can choose what you feel the most comfortable leading with. So in my case, when someone says, oh, what do you do? I have definitely fumbled before when I don't know the person, right? And I have no context. I have stumbled and been like, oh, I'm a life coach for multi-passionates. And I also write. And then I have a podcast and you know I do this and I do that and it can feel it can be hard to you know confidently say that but what I have realized is that something that I do that people can easily recognize and relate to is I'm a podcaster so if someone says oh what do you do I've learned to just lead with oh I'm actually a podcaster I have a podcast for multi-passionate it's all about you know, embracing your multi-passionate creativity. And then I also give holistic solutions to common problems that multi-passionates face, like not knowing what to focus on, et cetera, et cetera. So I could say that easy, it rolls off the tongue and that really piques someone's interest. And they go, they're thinking, oh, cool, you have a podcast. I've heard of podcasts, you know, my brother has a podcast or, oh, cool, I also have a podcast or I love listening to podcasts. You know, or, oh, I've never listened to podcasts, whatever, whatever it may be. But that one is really easy for someone to relate to. If I say, oh, I'm a life coach for multi-passionates, then that can, that's a little bit uh, harder to understand. Then I feel like I have to explain what that is. And it can be a little bit more awkward. And it's not that I'm not proud of it. It's just that I don't know that I want to do all that, right? Um, if the person says, oh, that's so interesting. How did you get into the subjects that you're podcasting about? Then I could say, well, actually, I'm a coach for multi-passionates and from working with clients over the years, I wanted to take these conversations and make them more public, you know, or whatever. So that's uh, a great way to approach it. Have kind of this project that you lead with that you feel like people can quickly understand and can relate to easily. Again, you can base this on the person asking the question. So if I know that someone really loves reading, then I could say, oh, I've been blogging a lot or I've been writing a lot of new articles lately and that might pique their interest and then we can go from there. Or if I don't know them at all, I'm just going to say, I'm a podcaster (laughs) because 
that is all encompassing for a lot of the things that I do and it's easy to roll that off the tongue. So again, if you have a little bit of context and you know what the person is interested in who's asking, then you can think, do I have any projects that I know for sure is going to pique their interest and use that as your kind of lead in? Or if you don't know them at all, choose a project of yours that is easy to relate to and understand and start there. To be clear, this is where you're going to start the conversation. The person on the other end of the conversation, if they're open and they understand that being multi-passionate is a good thing, you've already said you have a lot of projects going on, they very well may be like, oh, tell me what else. And then at that point, don't hold back, spill it all. Let them know what you have and be proud of it. Okay, so tip number two. If you don't want to get into the nitty gritty of what you're working on, this is one of my favorite um, answers, especially if you're in the middle of a pivot or, you know, you're at a family gathering and your aunt comes up to you and says, oh, hey, oh, I've missed you so much. How's that yoga certification going? And, you know, you want to just go run and hide in the bathroom because, You have pivoted three times since that certification. You never even finished it. You're doing something totally different now. And as you are needing to explain that, you feel this feeling of why can't I stick to anything? Why didn't I finish that certification? Where would I have been now if I would have stuck with it, right? You go on this whole journey because there's a guilt there. As a multi-passionate you change your mind often, right? I get it. I know how that is myself, my clients, our community members. We we get it. That is how it is as a multi-passionate person. And it's okay to be that way. But it is difficult sometimes to explain that, hey, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. So if someone says, oh, what do you do? Or what have you been up to? And you've been pivoting or you're in the middle of a transition, Use tip number two, and that is to say, I'm learning to love the process of figuring it out. Explain that you're still figuring things out and that you're excited that you've reached a place where you're truly loving the entire process. Then, and here's the best part of this one, ask if they've ever been in a figuring it out stage themselves. This takes the pressure off of you and creates an opportunity to connect with whoever you're speaking to on a deeper level. So you just say, hey, you know, that's a great question. What am I up to? I'm still figuring it out, but I've learned to really love that process. I've learned to love the fact that I'm willing to try new things and that I'm not going to settle for something that doesn't feel right. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever been in a place in your life where you're just kind of floating in between and you weren't quite sure where you would land. I'd love to hear a little bit more about you. This is this is a great one, right? This is a great tip because you might not want to talk about it, you know? And if you can put it back on the other person, that gives them the opportunity to relate to you. They may tell you a story of a time that, you know, they also were in transition and they did figure it out. Or they might say, I wish I had taken more time to figure it out. I've just been doing the same thing. And, you know, just I guess this is it for me, whatever, whatever it may be. But what a great conversation that could be. And it can go a little bit deeper than like, oh, what do you do? What are you up to by giving that person the opportunity to connect with you? So, again, 
you're going to say, I'm learning to love the process of figuring it out. Have you ever been in a stage of life like that where you're just figuring things out? I'd love to know a little bit more um, you know, about you and, and if you've ever been in a situation like that where you're in between things. And see how that goes. Try that one. This is a really good one for family gatherings because family members tend to love to tell stories. So have fun with that one. And the last tip is a little bit meta. And it's just to focus less on the question itself and more on the connection. More on that after this quick break. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode of the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast, I'd love it if you could take a moment to share it with a friend. All you have to do is find the share icon on whatever platform you're listening on, copy that link, and paste it in a text to whoever this episode makes you think about. I'm on a mission to prove that sharing content that we love with people that we care about is the best way to grow a podcast. Will you help me on that mission by sharing this episode? Do it right now before you forget. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And if you're that friend listening, hey, nice to meet you. All right, let's get back into the episode. Welcome back. So people typically ask that awkward, you know, so what have you been up to or what do you do? Question, because there's an underlying desire to connect, even if just for a moment. So focus less on the pressure to answer in a particular way and more on the connection itself. That's going to look different depending on whatever circumstance you're in, right? If you're at a bar, that could be very different than if you're at a family gathering or a networking event, or if you're meeting a significant other's friends for the first time. There's so many different scenarios where someone will say, so what do you do? Or, well, what are you up to lately? And the pressure to have the exact right answer can really take away from that moment of connection. So whether you utilize tip number one or number two, and I'll recap them in a moment, but whether you utilize either of those tips, pause first and just let yourself connect. Say to yourself, oh, cool, this person's trying to connect with me. Because when someone asks you that and you're multi-passionate and you feel insecure about how to answer, right there, it's really hard to connect because you're in your head now. You're in your head. You are dancing around with your own insecurities. And that can be a really challenging feeling to move through. It can cause social anxiety. I mean, you know, the list goes on. So definitely make it a point to focus on the connection. That might mean taking a breath. That might mean smiling and just relaxing your shoulders. That might mean giving really good eye contact and saying, you know, so many people ask that and sometimes I don't even know what to say, but I just, I'm happy to be connecting with someone new. You know, I, I'm really, I'm really happy about that. So thanks for asking. And, you know, here's, I have a lot of things going on and then, you know, use one of the other tips or you don't even have to vocalize it, but maybe just for a moment, feel that for yourself. Okay, this person's trying to connect with me. How I answer the question is not as important as the fact that we're connecting in this moment. And then you can take it from there. Okay, so let's recap. Three tips for that awkward moment when someone asks, what do you do? 
and you're multi-passionate, so you don't know what to say. So tip number one, if you have a lot of projects and someone asks, what do you do? You're going to start with saying, I have a lot going on right now. And then insert the project that is either the most relatable to the person that you're speaking to or is the most relatable and easy to understand in general. Again, the example that I gave here is if I say I'm a podcaster, people immediately know what that is. It piques their interest. They want to know what the name of the podcast is. It's a really great lead in. And if I were to say, oh, I'm a life coach and I have a podcast and I also have a merch shop where I sell like t-shirts and stuff and then I blog, I do some graphic design. If I say all of that, then sometimes folks won't even know where to latch on and they won't be able to feel into what they're interested in. So I have no shame about everything that I do, but I do want to connect with the person that I'm speaking to. And when I come with that as the preface to how I am answering the question, I'm going to say, well, what is this person going to relate to or what are they going to understand the most? And as soon as I say podcaster, people are like, oh, cool. What's the name of it? You know, and it's really easy to connect in that way. So that's tip number one. Choose a project that is relatable to the person or relatable in general. Tip number two. This is especially if someone asks, what do you do or what are you up to and you're in transition or you've been pivoting a lot lately and you don't really feel like getting into the details. Say to them, I'm learning to love the process of figuring that out. Have you ever been in a, a in a place in your life where you didn't really know what you were doing? Like that's kind of where I'm at, but I I'd, I'd actually love to know when you were when you were this age or you know, when you have you ever been a, at a place in your life where you were figuring things out? I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story. Shift the attention away from you and over to them and let them talk about themselves. That's going to work a nine out of 10 times. And then tip number three, this is an overarching tip. Focus on connection. Whenever you focus on connection first, everything else is going to feel a lot less stressful and you'll feel a lot less pressure to have the right answer. Okay, so I hope that these three tips help you. I know what it's like to be asked, what do you do? And to feel immediate panic. So keep these in your back pocket for any time that question comes up. Join us inside of the Multi-Passionate Mastery Club where you can chime in and share how did you answer this question? Is this even an issue for you or do you have no problem introducing yourself and saying what you do? Have you been trying to perfect an elevator pitch to present yourself perfectly? And did these tips offer you a little bit of relief because maybe that's not necessary? I wanna know all about it. Look for the deep dive thread inside of the Multi-Passionate Mastery Club. If you're a member, hop on over into the community and let's chat about this episode. If you're not a member, I don't know what you're waiting for. Come and join us. It is such a wonderful place and it's $19 a month at the time of recording this. You can join today, cancel anytime if it's not for you. No pressure, very casual, but we're having a great time in there. So Come and join us inside of the club and we'll keep the conversation going. All right, I'll see you next time.